0: Welcome back, everyone, to Episode 5 of Pagula's Pod. Um, Today, we're going to talk about a couple of things, including the last dance, NBA prospects, and the NBA in general. But before we get to that, I have a very special guest I'd like to welcome, uh, one of my best friends for a very long time. Everyone, please give a warm welcome to Eli Savage. What's up, Eli?
1: Yo, what's up, V? How you been?
0: I've been great. How, How about you?
1: Oh, man. I've been doing all right. Just really bored lately. Yeah, that's good. We'll talk about some basketball today. Yeah. For sure. Um, so last
0: night, episodes three and four of The Last Dance, they were on uh ESPN last night. There were a couple of headlines to take notice of. What do you think about the Pistons walking off as
1: sort of losers when Dude, Michael Jordan finally beat them? It just amazed me, like, that they didn't want to shake hands. I really didn't get it. Especially yeah. like the years before that, like the Bulls like giving respect to them after games and stuff. Yeah, I can because it's all head on on the court
0: Him being the best player in the league and still respecting them after they beat them the past years before that year is like in respecting and shaking their hand before he walked off the court, even with all the emotions of losing that game. He still has enough. um, He's the big he's the bigger man, basically going over there to respect that they beat them and being having that sportsmanship, which they didn't have the Pistons that year. So I thought that was a terrible look for them and also a Beer Lamb Beer going to Isaiah Thomas and saying we're gonna do this and not shake their hands. So I thought that was terrible.
1: But yeah, another headline I, I totally agree. I totally agree yeah, on that.
0: Yeah. Another headline was uh,
1: Dennis Rodman going to Vegas. What do you think about that? <laughs> I, I thought it was funny at first, but then I was like, man, what like what franchise lets their team like take a break? Like not their team, a person on their team take a break. I I think Phil Jackson knew
0: Dennis Rodman too well where like he just needed a break for him to like clear his head. Like I think him and the coach of the Pistons were basically the same when how to treat Rodman because they knew Rodman Mm -hmm. was like special basically and had to like clear his head for that time. So when he went to Vegas, I knew that he wasn't going to be there for only those 48 hours. Even like that's what Michael Jordan said.
1: So oh, obviously yeah. that
0: was a bad situation for the team, but uh anyway he still got away and it was pretty fun to watch.
1: Yeah, it was funny how Jordan had to go wake him up out of his hotel room. Yeah, yeah. And, and they, I just think it was uh, interesting how they got the girl that he was with in the interview and stuff I, like that. I, I, like, I completely
0: completely agree. <laughs> yeah. Um then another subject was the triangle offense, which uh Tex Wiener actually brought to the Bulls as an assistant coach and Doug Collins didn't like yeah, I thought that was interesting because at first when Phil Jackson became the head coach, that's the offense he like, used. And
1: mm-hmm. Michael
0: Jordan didn't initially like that offense because he wasn't featured in it and didn't yeah. want other players to get that last-second shot because yeah. he was the best player on the team, obviously. So mm-hmm. what do you think about Phil Jackson implementing that offense to the
1: Bulls? No, nah, it was really smart, but like you could tell, Jordan didn't figure it out until like his last couple of games of that mm-hmm. season. Yeah, definitely. Tra- Paxson or whatever his name was. It de- yeah, it definitely took a lot of time for them to develop that offense with each other. Yeah, helped um, them. It helped Jordan
0: learn to pass the ball and be the greatest mm-hmm. player he could possibly be. Because with him passing that ball, Paxson basically won them that championship. In that oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Went on. And then, and then I I enjoyed this actually when the Pistons basically said no easy buckets. Whenever yeah, Michael dude. Jordan goes up to jump, they bring him down.
1: Yeah, I
0: thought that was really interesting.
1: Yeah. Didn't they call it, like, the Jordan defense or the Jordan rule or something like that? Yeah, it was something
0: like that. Whenever he was about to go up, basically, like, foul him really hard. And I really liked how they wouldn't, like – like, nowadays fouls are, like, soft and, like, very, Mm -hmm. very, like, timid kind of. Yeah. like, when they used to foul back then, it was either you go to the ground or it's not, like, a foul. So I think that when they fouled, that was the best way to foul, really, because even Uh all these
1: people should do that, but you'd be called for, like, a flagrant or something like that. Like even around so, this time now, like mm-hmm. just the technical fouls and everything, man yeah, compared to back yeah. then, it's like so like limited to what you can do or say, yeah, Justin seen a couple of games,
0: you'd see like full out fist fights, basically, like yeah and then and then Jordan Michael Jordan had a weight training, it was his first time weight training because uh-huh. of the pistons physicality, yeah so I I, something I, yeah. I thought that was something, especially like the being the best player in the world having the weight train for one team that's not necessarily the best, but just just very, like, hardworking, driven, physical, yeah. And then my last headline for the last dance I think is important is Michael Jordan proved to the world he's not just a scoring champion. He can be an overall champion just with the team he has. So I thought that was big for his career because people kind of written off his, like, overall team success because he's Mm -hmm. a great player. But I think winning that first championship set them up for the dynasty that they had, beating – the Pistons that year because that basically ended the Pistons era and started
1: Jordan's era with the Bulls so what do yeah. you think about um, Jordan proving that point no dude 100% I agree with you it just like helped Jordan shape as a player pretty much because like before that they're like always a one-on-one player he has good defense he has good offense but he didn't know how to play as a team as soon as that happened like the headlines talking about him his his leadership and everything he Started to work on that. He started passing to his teammates, after Phil Jackson helped him a little bit. It just improved him as being one of the best in the game.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that statement. So the last dance, I thought the episodes three and four were very good. Um
1: those yeah, headlines were... I
0: thought were the biggest takeaways from the episodes. Yeah. But now we can talk about a couple of the top NBA prospects coming out for the draft this year.
1: Um yeah, I'm sure. not gonna
0: feature any of the international prospects because they kind of um there's not very much scouting on them yet, but yeah, my first prospect I want to talk about is James Wiseman, uh, center out of Memphis. Beef. He's seven one. He's a, yeah, he's an animal. Um, he's physical. He's very athletic. He can finish around the basket either way, phenomenally. Um, he protects the rim spectacular. He's shown flashes of an outside shot here and there in the games he played at Memphis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do think he could be a top three pick. I think his oh, best 100%. fit would be the Golden State Warriors because. With Draymond Just Green a power and forward, Andrew Wiggins, Thompson, and Curry, he'd be their best big man to be down there inside. Because I think That'd he'd be, be the crazy. best
1: fit.
0: Yeah. So, what do you think about Wiseman's potential in the
1: NBA? He's gonna be good, man. Especially yeah. if, if he keeps getting stronger, he's gonna mm-hmm. be really good. And works on his mm-hmm. shot a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'll be solid, especially with the he,
0: Warriors. I think if he were to go to the Warriors, he'd draw so much attention inside, and yeah. vice versa, Curry would draw attention outside. So they could basically play a two-man game, even with like Clay Thompson and Wiggins. He, so those four together, I think, could be phenomenal. So I think oh, yeah. if they were to get him, they could seriously be – like they could run to the top of the West and challenge, yes. I think, the Lakers. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. Number two, my second prospect that I want to talk about is Anthony Edwards. The shooting guard, true freshman out of Georgia, he's 6'5". Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the best scorer in the nation this year. He'll be the best scorer in the draft coming out. Uh, he's explosive. He was a great defender. He can guard either the shooting guard, point guard, or small forward. Mm-hmm. He did shoot 29% from three, which is a little bit concerning, but he did have to carry the load for Georgia because they weren't a great
1: team. Yeah.
0: Uh, he averaged 20 a game. I think he should definitely be a top three pick. I think his best fit would be with Atlanta because him and Trey Young um, benefit off each other, I think, together, and Cam Reddish, Cam Reddish thrown in there. Yeah, and John I-
1: Collins at the four. I agree with you on that. He's just super explosive. The only thing he has to work on is his jump shot, really, because his defense is outstanding. So Yeah, if,
0: if he could make that jump shot more efficient, I think him and Trey Young could be a great duo in the league. And yeah, then, he, Especially with um, Cam Reddish coming into his own, I think he could be really good, too.
1: Yeah, 100%. Cam Reddish is starting to like develop in the NBA a little bit. As you can tell, he's gained some confidence, yeah, I, which is I think real good. a little good. Yeah, a little more time for him. I
0: think he could be good. He's already proven he has a good shot, but once he starts to get more confidence, I think he'll benefit that team a lot.
1: Yeah, like when he went out for the draft last year, I totally disagreed with his decision, but I, it wor- It's gonna work out in the end. But I didn't think yeah, was I th- to I think if design. he stayed one more year,
0: he might. He probably would have been a top five pick, definitely. Yeah. But uh, anyway, there's nothing he could do about that. But nope. uh, next next prospect, Lamello Ball. Um, obviously everyone knows his brother, Alonzo Ball. He's, he played in Australia Australia this previous year. I think he's a mix between a point guard and a shooting guard. Six seven. He's got a great feel and IQ for the game. Now he's not that same kid from Chino Hills anymore. He's not no. like braces no. mo- heads, um, <laughs> no. Mohawk anymore. He's a great passer. <laughs> probably has to tweak his mechanics because his shots basically like Lonzo Ball. Yeah, I like agree. in the past, it's still taken to that side a little bit. But uh-huh. I do think he could be a top five pick. And I do think his best fit would be with the New York Knicks. I mean, that family always gets a lot of attention with LeVar, Lonzo, and LaMelo. And yeah, New sure. York's the, the, Mecca, the Mecca, basically, for basketball. Uh-huh. And I think he'd be a great fit there because right now they have a lot of, like, role players. I think him as the point guard and R.J. Barrett, they can start to develop their future. With Even yeah. Julius Randle, if they want to use him as a part of their future, I do think they'll take some time and he'll have to develop. But um, what do you think about LaMelo Ball's potential in the NBA?
1: I, see, it'll be tough for him to, like, go with the Knicks because the Knicks didn't do pretty well this year mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, But no, I think definitely. after a while, they'll get some good draft picks, and I think they'll be a real good team, especially with LaMelo Ball coming there. Just, yeah. I agree with you there with his mechanics. His shot's good, but it, it could be better. It's just
0: not consistent. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely got to work on it. He he does have a great handle. He can definitely see the floor really well. So, yeah. I once agree he with fixes that. his mechanics, I think he has an overall pretty good game, but his defense is a little lazy. So, if he could pick that up, I think he'd be a better player.
1: Uh-huh. And if he
0: got a little bit better, a little bit better of a work ethic, he would definitely be the best pick for them. If they were to land probably in the top 5 cuz I do think he would be a top 5 pick.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. Um
0: also. Next prospect, interesting guy, Obi Toppin, powerful. I, really, I like this dude. I like this yeah, dude. Yeah, he's, he's phenomenal. six um, nine. I do think he was the nation's best player this year. He yeah. can jump out of the gym. He's got an insane vertical. Um, I think he has a very good feel for the game. He can score at all three levels. He can hit the three, can hit the pull-up jumper, and can score at the rim. Mm-hmm. I do think, like, a team like the Rockets, he can play, like, the four or five in, in the small ball lineup. Yeah, Um. And for his size being six nine two twenty, he's got great vision and passing. I do yeah. think he'd be a top ten pick, and I think his best fit would be the Cleveland Cavaliers. What do you think about Obi Thompson's tra- transition to the NBA? Dude, he's gonna be good. Yeah, I think I, like he's
1: a little underrated in this draft because, like, every month yeah. I look at, he's, oh, like, yeah. in, in the twenties. So yeah, yeah, definitely, he'll be a he'll be really good in the NBA. I,
0: that's just my opinion. I think, I think pairing him with Cleveland because Colin Sexton proved that he's a good player. And then they just yeah, drafted Darius too. Garland.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: even last year they drafted another guy, Kevin Porter Jr. So all those yeah. guys can go one, two, three. And yeah. Obi Toppin can be that big guy down low. Maybe, I don't think Kevin Love will be there for much longer, Nor neither with Tristan Thompson. So I think yeah. bringing in Obi Toppin as a fresh face, he can learn from those two for a couple of years and then yeah. take that leap and be that leader down low for them. So I do think that'd be the best pick for Cleveland if they were to get him. But I do I totally think a agree. lot of people – a lot of teams are overlooking him and his potential because yeah. right now I think he's one of the more finished prospects, more either like Anthony Edwards still has a lot to develop, same with uh-huh. the mellow ball. So uh-huh. Obi Toppin right now I think is a sure pick, and I think he'd be a great fit for the Cavaliers. I agree. Um, Next interesting prospect is Cole Anthony. What do you think about his case uh, coming to the NBA?
1: See. In my opinion, I think he should have stayed another year. I mm-hmm. I know he's going to get picked like super high, but I think he should have stayed another year with North Carolina because after that like pretty awful year with UNC, I think he should have stayed. But he's really good. He's got he's got a nice shot. He's really explosive to the rim. I just one of the thing one of the things he needs to work on is like some of his defense stuff because even yeah, in I that Duke either. game at um, North Carolina, Trey Jones passed by him like a lot in that overtime, which could have lost well pretty yeah. much lost him the game. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion on him. Yeah. So I think he's a true point guard.
0: Um, Obviously, he went to North Carolina. He averaged 19 a game. I think he has a lot of confidence. He's athletic and explosive. His defense, like you just mentioned, he has to work on that because his lateral movements aren't the best. He's not the quickest there. Yeah, But he definitely challenges the rim all the time. He's a playmaker. I do think his inefficiency will cause him to drop in the draft because he took a lot of shots and missed a lot of shots. Yeah. And part of that, I think, was the lack of talent on that team,
1: but no, right. also
0: he he doesn't bring any like like he's at he's only average size like he's only six three one ninety which is not mm-hmm. very big for a point guard. Yeah, and also he's very streaky. Like one game he could go perfect shooting the ball, another game he could go one for ten. So yeah. I do think he's got to develop a more constant game, basically, because you can't be inconsistent in the NBA. It's just that's not you can't be like that. Yeah. So, what do you think about Cole Anthony's um,
1: his transition, basically, to being a more comfortable shooter? Um, He's definitely got to work on it. Like, comparing mm-hmm. him to Zion, like, he's nothing like him, but he's got to work on his shot a lot. Mm-hmm. But, and he needs to gain a little weight and get in the weight room a little, because yeah. if he doesn't do that, he's going to get beat up in the NBA really I bad. do think he will be a lottery
0: pick, probably top 10 oh, yeah. or top 15. I'd lean more towards top 15. Yeah, I do think the best fit for him would be the New Orleans Pelicans. And people mm-hmm. can disagree with that statement, saying that they have Lonzo Ball and Drew Holiday. Yeah. But I do think that Drew Holiday is very good. But uh-huh. sooner or later, they're going to have to start over at that position at point guard. And yeah. I think Lonzo Ball can complement him perfectly because Lonzo Ball is more of a facilitator than scorer. Yeah, So Cole Anthony could benefit from Lonzo Ball and even learn from Drew Holiday for a couple years if he yeah. goes there. Because I think – just with how good they are Jackson Hayes obviously Zion who I think if he played a full year would have been rookie of the year.
1: Yeah. I mean, they
0: have a ton of they have a great future basically. I think they yeah, can 100%. they're going to win a, they're going to win a championship at some point. And yeah. I think if Cole Anthony is there they they can win multiple. Yeah. Um, I think he will be a good prospect coming out of college but he definitely got to work on a couple of things. Yeah, you're 100% right. And then I know you're a Duke fan so I brought up this guy. Kenny yeah, Jr. Uh-huh. Um, he was a big, big-time big prospect coming out of high school and had a late commitment decision and went to Duke. Um, so he's a center, obviously, 6'10". He's 250 pounds. What do you think about Vernon Carey's year this year at Duke?
1: Um, legit when he watched the games, it seemed like he wasn't doing anything, but he is doing. Okay. He, he was, like, oh, scoring yeah. 25 points a good amount of the games. He's just a yeah. beast inside. Yeah. he's he's. I don't even know what to say about this guy. Well, I love
0: him, though. He, I, th- I think he's very good with his back to the basket. He, yeah. I think he's like Joel Embiid, except he's lefty. So I think yeah. like he has a very good um, – I think he uses a spin move very well. I think he's yeah. very efficient inside. And even on the perimeter, he's got a nice touch. Like he has a very good shot from the corner or the elbow. Yeah. Um, offensively, I think he's very good overall. Yeah. Like I think he's one of the best in the draft overall offensively. But then defense, his defense is a little lackluster. Um, he's not the best rim protector, but I think he can definitely grow if he like works on it. Yeah, he's not the quickest, but he could definitely get quicker. His agility, uh-huh. I think he'll be a mid to end of the first round pick. Um, yeah. What do you think about his transition to the NBA?
1: I think it's just his speed. He'll have to work on his speed a little bit, but mm-hmm. other than that, I think he'll have a real good transition into the NBA. He's just yeah, he's I, super big. He could play for any team he wanted to, pretty much. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to go to the
0: Miami Heat. I think the Heat, right now, Jimmy Butler and Goran Dragic, Christian Nunn, I think they have a very good team right now, even Bam Adebayo down low. So I think Vernon Carey Jr. can be a backup for Bam Adebayo down low. I think he'd be perfect with Butler inside because he can go up there and grab rebounds for them and score inside with his back to the basket. Uh But um, Carey should be a good role player. And I think at one point, if he gets traded or doesn't go to the Heat, I think he could be a starter at some point in the future, just not as soon as he gets into the future. Or as soon as he gets into the NBA because he has to develop a lot, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: I have one more guy so, for you.
1: I got one more guy. Oh for yeah. You.
0: Bring bring him up. Bring him up.
1: What about Nico Mannion from Arizona?
0: Nico Mannion, interesting prospect. Um point guard from Arizona. He could also be considered a shooting guard. I yeah. think he'd be a top fifteen pick. Yeah. That's I what think I was he's got thinking. a
1: mm-hmm. he
0: has great playmaking ability. Um has a great shot, I think. He can get to the basket at ease. Yeah definitely a player to keep an eye on i think he can go maybe to the indiana pacers type range if they were to trade up because i think they can use a guard like that yeah like, along with victor Depot. Uh-huh. i think they'd be a good duo yeah what team do you think he'd go to in the draft if they...
1: no i agree with you on that one he's just he's not scared he's not afraid to do no, anything.
0: no definitely not
1: he's got definitely his confidence not. goes through the roof like i like oh, him yeah. as a prospect
0: i think he's kind of similar to like a He's not as explosive as Russell Westbrook, but I think he plays like him because he's not afraid to do anything. He's yeah. very like uh, wound up on the court. Not mm-hmm. wound up, I shouldn't say, but he's very explosive. Yeah. along like Because Russell Westbrook always attacks the basket. Manning isn't afraid. He didn't show it as much, but if you've seen his high school tape, he definitely goes to the basket a lot. Yeah, you're right. So definitely a guy to keep an eye on. Those seven guys, I think, can have good NBA careers. It'll be interesting to see that NBA draft, if it's postponed or canceled, or if they have it like the NFL draft virtually. So Uh that'll be something to look forward to. Yep. Um, Now we can talk about, like, just the NBA in general. All right. So a couple of teams, um, the stay-at-home orders for those states have been lifted. Yeah. And the practice facilities might reopen. Uh I think that's an awful decision.
1: What what do you think about that? I, I... I guess it's a bad decision. It's just you want to keep your players strong, but you don't want to get mm-hmm. them sick and have the chance of having yeah, like, fatal it's... injuries or stuff like that. From a fan perspective, you really want, like, basketball to resume. Yeah.
0: But you got to think about, like, the players and their health because you're putting them at risk if you're all together. Because, uh-huh. like, they haven't been together in a while. and Who knows if someone was at, like, a grocery store with other people and just, like – Anywhere, really, because you can contract that virus anywhere. Yeah. So I think it's just a huge risk. And I don't think they should rush the NBA back. I think they should do it once the virus is basically cleared out. Yeah. But I'm just hoping. To, I'm just hoping the NBA comes back soon. Really.
1: Yeah. You got to hope everyone heals up from this virus so we can get going again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Basically, um, the, in the NBA, who do you think should win the MVP award? Um,
1: in my opinion, I really think Giannis should win it. But like, yeah, I agree. But looking agree. at statistics and stuff like that, just, like, off of websites and stuff, a lot of people are saying LeBron's close, too, which I don't think. See, he's good, but I don't think he's close mm-hmm. to him. Um, Giannis. See,
0: my my argument for this is Giannis, he's averaging 30, 14, yeah. and 6. 30 points, 14 rebounds, and 6 assists. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right now the Bucks, they have Chris Middleton, George Hill, Eric Bledsoe. They have a good overall team. Yeah. But I think the thing that separates them is he's doing this in the East right now. In the East, they're not the strongest, but they've been stronger than I expected. Yeah. Um Giannis shows up in big games and is also an exceptional defender, just like LeBron. Mm-hmm. But LeBron also has Anthony Davis. So I think that's what separates them right yeah. now. Because Giannis because Anthony Davis, I think the best big in the NBA. I think he's the power forward, I should say. Yeah. But um I think Giannis right now would be the MVP just because of that, uh-huh. and he's also led the Bucks to the second best record in the league, only behind the Lakers. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about, but I want to talk about the best
1: point guard in the NBA. Oh, yeah. Who do you think is the best point guard? In my opinion, um, mm-hmm. I th- I really like um Trey Young. Trey Young, yeah, mm-hmm. he, I like him too. He's real good. Like currently, the season: twenty nine points, four rebounds, nine assists. Like that's really yeah, good for his size also. He's just dominating mm-hmm. lately. Yeah, he,
0: he pulls up from anywhere. Yeah. I he's, got I mean, he's a threat to score from anywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anywhere. Like, once he crosses half court, threat to score. You, got, you gotta um, guard see, him. I'm, I'm, I'm the other way. I have Luka Doncic. Yeah. Um, I think he's I think those two, basically both teams won that trade where they swap picks. Because yeah. so I think both of those guys are going to be, I think, MVPs at some point yeah. in their future. Um, Luka Doncic is—he's a confident player. Um, he's had rapid success in his first two years. I think he's—he's he's so magical with the ball, despite being slow and not very athletic. Uh-huh. Um, he does have to work on his free throws a little bit because he's not—he's like a 66% free sh- free throw shooter. Yeah. But once he gets inside, he—he's he, magic. He's a magician. He yeah. can shoot it acrobatic shots, yeah. even though he's less athletic. He can give the ball to other guys, and even he's a great shooter off the dribble. And he's only 20 year old. Yeah, 20 years old. Along, Trey Young's probably young, too. So, those guys have an exceptional Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're
1: both to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, crazy. Um, shoot, Best shooting guard in the NBA. Who do you think is the best shooting guard? Uh,
1: James Harden,
0: 100%. Yeah, definitely. That's what I have. That one's just not a question. I think, I think right now he's an MVP candidate, too, on the lower end. Yeah. But obviously, he's a former M- MVP himself. Mm-hmm. I do think right now he's the best scorer in basketball. He scores at will. Yeah. He can create shots for himself and for others just because he attracts so much attention. Yeah, and just not just like scoring, he draws shooting fouls and then earns his money at the free throw line because he shoots probably twenty free throws per game, and he got he always makes like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, I totally agree. So that just shows how he's an excellent foul shooter and just his handles. He's a wizard with the ball. Yeah. Once he gets past half court, he's always doing step backs and crazy dribbles, and even he's so explosive with the ball. When he's going to the rim, he's a very good uh, asset at the rim, too. Yeah,
1: I totally agree with you.
0: What do you think about the Rockets and their potential for this year in the in the playoffs, if they See, have the playoffs? I
1: think they'll have um, a tough time because of just how small they are. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. even next year going into it, if they were to get, like, a James Wiseman or Vernon Carey in there, mm-hmm. I think they would be a lot yeah. more of a threat. It's just hard though because you have Harden and Westbrook on the same team. They both want the same attention. So it's just yeah. That's where you see problems see, at. I'm I'm almost on the other end.
0: Like right now if they were to match up in the playoffs, they'd be playing the Denver Nuggets yeah. and I think I think they could beat the Denver Nuggets. Uh-huh. I do think it'd be tough for them to guard Nikola Jokic inside, yeah. but I do think Harden and Westbrook and they're a very good three-point shooting team. Yeah. So I think if they can make their three-pointers, they can win that series. But if they're not making their three-pointers, just count them out because they live and die by a the three. Yeah. And Wilson Westbrook's very streaky, so he's he'd have to have a good series. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of bench people that have to have a good series for them to contribute to win that series. Yeah. But it'd be tough. They're they're a very interesting team, I see. I don't know if they should have ever traded Clint Capella to the Hawks. Yeah. I just didn't like that trade for them uh-huh. in the small ball era there. Yeah, right. But they did it, and I do think Harden is the face of that franchise for a very long time still. Uh-huh. So. Best shooting guard in, and best shooting guard in the NBA is obviously James Harden, yeah. the former MVP. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, now the best small forward in the NBA. Um, I have LeBron James. Yes, yeah, sir. So what do you think? Who do you think is the best small forward? Yeah, I
1: love LeBron, but obviously people can complain with that. I I agree with LeBron, but people can complain mm-hmm. Giannis, just a bunch of other people. Yeah. See, I put LeBron because I, I think Giannis I think Kingpo is more like a power
0: forward. Yeah. So my reasoning for LeBron is well, he's obviously in the greatest of all time debate, the GOAT debate.
1: Yeah,
0: um, he's a three times three time Finals champion, two with Miami and one with Cleveland. Uh-huh. Uh, he basically came back to Cleveland to say on a mission, saying, "I'm going to win you guys a championship and deliver." Yeah, so that, was, that, I that, was, that was, crazy. was pretty crazy. <laughs> um, once he joined the Lakers, he changed them back to a winning franchise. I mean, for years they've been like the Sixers in the process era where they just couldn't win the yeah. games, really, uh-huh. and. I mean, he could defend any position. He's an exceptional scorer. He sees the floor so well. Uh He makes acrobatic passes. Um, I think in transition, he's one of the best in the NBA, along with Ben Simmons, who I also really like. Yeah, I agree. Um, He he makes other players better. Like, he finds Danny Green in the corner all the time. I mean, there's just so many ways that he contributes to that Lakers team, Uh and he always attacks the basket. Yeah. What do you think about LeBron and his, um, his performance
1: on the court? Dude, he is so big. Like, he is strong. Mm-hmm. He's like a freight train. He's the goat, man. Right he's the guy you want to have mm-hmm. the ball when there's a minute left in the fourth quarter. He's yeah, the guy. I've written down on my paper at the very end in all capital letters just
0: <laughs> with an ex- with an exclamation yeah. point. Because I, I do think, like, he's just crazy. Like, remember game seven, he comes down all the way, the length of the floor, and swats Andre Iguodala, pins the ball against yeah. the backboard. Like, he just won't be slowed down until he gets his way. I think, like, I think that was his best championship with oh, yeah, that God. year. Because it was fun to watch, too. I think with Miami – oh, yeah, and that was such a good series. Mm-hmm. I think with Miami, not to discredit that team, they were a great team. Yeah, But I think just this team, being that they were a little undermanned against the great Golden State Warriors yeah. with how Curry played that year, I think that was one of the best finals. And that just showed that series alone why LeBron James is LeBron James. Yeah. Like why he's one of the best in the NBA forever, basically. Yeah,
1: but the Heat, um, um, the Heat, Spurs, um, what's McCall's it have always been very fun to watch. Oh yeah, very good. I remember that play, uh, Game Six, where
0: Mike Green has the call and he goes bang with uh, Ray Allen. Yeah, from that puss-puss. was awesome. That was that was one of the one of the best plays it's ever. More, and it's just one of his the most voice iconic. and how he talks about it. Oh yeah, it's such an iconic moment in basketball history, especially for those two teams. Yeah. Um, now we could talk about power forward. I'm not even going to talk about power forward as much because I think Giannis is the best power forward and I have him winning the MVP. Yeah. But you could talk who do you think is the best power forward besides Giannis, Anthony Davis? Yeah,
1: I 100% yeah. agree. There's just no you, you don't have to say anything about him, it's Anthony Davis 100. Like
0: he's he's for his size at 6'11, like he could shoot the ball as good as any he's mobile, probably, too, he's from mobile. the outside. He, yeah, he can move. He makes his free throws. He's very good inside. I just no one, no big man should be able to stop him. I think. Yeah, you're right. Like he's just such an all around player. Uh-huh. He doesn't have many weaknesses at all. Yeah, you're right. So I do think I do think the Lakers acquiring him was their best decision besides signing LeBron in years. Yeah, you're right. Because I do think a couple couple of the draft picks they had were stupid. So I think this was the turning point for their franchise to win a championship, 100%. signing or er, trading for him. Uh-huh. And then the best center in the NBA. Who do you think is the best center in the NBA?
1: You know, I don't want to say it because you'll be all happy, but <laughs> yeah, it's Embiid. I'm for yeah, I'd say it's Embiid. Yeah. So I have obviously Javale Process yeah. Embiid. I
0: mean, I'm a big Sixers fan, so I'm I think without bias, Embiid's still the best thing in the NBA. Yeah. Um, he's a streaky shooter from the outside, but when he makes his shots, he gets really hot <laughs> and just starts going off. I think. Yeah. Like, he's got a magnificent touch from like the free throw line and in and even inside with his back to the basket he's phenomenal yeah. at that he he does that swing move basically where he has the ball here and just like gets fouled every time and then goes to the line and shoots too yeah um he's a he's a big time snap talker and i think he's a very good defender and rebounder yeah what do you think about uh joel Embiid and his his game he's
1: also a real big dude yeah he's he's a big guy yeah sometimes i just think he needs to shut his mouth but he <laughs> he's definitely yeah, a I, good player i, I agree he can I definitely agree. shoot the ball outside, oh. and he can mm-hmm. bully in the paint, man. Just big dude. He's real oh, good. Yeah, definitely. Um, who do you think
0: is the best team in the NBA right now?
1: Lakers. They're they're yeah, just an all around team. Agree.
0: All around, they have someone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think the duo of LeBron James and Anthony Davis is too like basically too much for the league. Yeah. they're the best duo in the league, like I just said. I think A D is the best overall big in the NBA, but I consider him a power forward. But yeah. I think he's the best big man in the NBA. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, like we just mentioned, he can shoot from anywhere and is still great inside. Yeah. Even like you can't forget about Danny Green, who's one of the like he he basically helped to contribute very much to the championship up in Toronto. Yeah. And in and in San shooter. Antonio. He's a great shooter. shooter. Uh, Kyle Kyle Shooter. A very underrated because shooter too. He I don't know how he got drafted so late in yeah. that draft. He got drafted like twenty seventh or something like that. Yeah. The Sixers passed on him twice, <laughs> so I was kind of pissed about that. Um, he's a very good defender too. He's explosive and can yeah. So overall, I think their team's the best in the West. But uh-huh. who do you think's
1: the best in the East? That's tough, man. Toronto shocked me a little bit this year.
0: Yeah, me too, big time. And
1: even Boston's I think been it's doing well, too. And the Bucs. Yeah. I think, a think lot it's the Bucs.
0: I think it's the Bucks. I think, there's, uh, I think it's interesting. I think the NBA playoffs this year in the East are going to be very interesting. Yeah. Like, I never predicted that the Sixers and Celtics right now, if the playoffs started, would match up at the Sixers at the sixth seed. Yeah. So I do think that series would be very interesting <laughs> because Jason Tatum's a... He's a walking bucket. Yeah, Tatum's great. uh And Kemba Walker and even Jalen Brown. I'm not as high on Jalen Brown as people are. Yeah. But I think Kemba Walker and Tatum are very good yeah, together. Yeah, they're really good players. That, I think that team's good. And I do think even the Sixers, I mean, they ha- they've struggled a lot this year. And, be- and then uh they've been underwhelming, basically. Yeah. But I do think that the Sixers, if they can clean it up, I think that could be a phenomenal series. Yeah. Not just kind of a Sixers fan. I do think they could pull out a win. Yeah. But it'd be so tough, but it'd be such an exciting series to That'd watch. That would be a it'd good series. Give me a heart attack. <laughs> but um, another series that I would like to see is the Heat and the Pacers. Yeah. The Heat or the fourth seed and the Pacers, the fifth seed. Yeah. What do you think about a series that
1: were to happen through those two teams? Dude, it's going to be real interesting to watch. I I just think all mm-hmm. of the series in the East are going to be really good this year.
0: None yeah, of them I, are going
1: to disappoint. 100% agree. None of them are going to disappoint.
0: 100%. I do think, like, teams like the – out in the West, teams like the Grizzlies, I do think they're going to be very good right now, but they're in the playoffs at at the Uh 18th. I think the Lakers will sweep them. Yeah. But I think in the future, like, guys like John Morant, he's going to be incredible. I really do think that. Yeah, as
1: soon as he gets that experience, it'll help him a lot
0: with playoffs. I think just one round in the playoffs, even if they don't win a game, I think just that playoff atmosphere and how it's like in the playoffs, will contribute to that team so much mm-hmm. people don't understand, like, how much that basically means to a team. Yeah, you're 100% right. Uh, a couple more series I want to talk about. Maybe the Los Angeles Clippers and Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. The Clippers are right now the, currently the two-seed in the West, and the Dallas Mavericks are the seven-seed. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that series
1: and the construction of each roster? See, I think the Clippers are going to beat them bad because just – Pat yep. Bev, if you put Pat Beverly on Luka Doncic, he's gonna shut him down. Oh, out. He, he's, yeah. So like, Luca's not used to that. Yeah, the Mavs type will have defense. a tough time getting something going without Luka, though. Yeah, I
0: agree. I think the addition that duo out, the other duo out in L.A. Paul George and Kawhi yeah. Leonard, both two really clutch players. Yeah, you're right. Um, they can both score, and they're both defensive player of the year candidates. Like they're just exceptional defenders. I do think there'll be too much for the Mavericks because the Mavericks are still young and inexperienced with Doncic and Porzingis yeah. at the helms of that team. Mm-hmm. So I do think just them being in the playoffs, along with the Grizzlies too, will form that team for years to come just with that playoff experience. Yeah. So I think that's a big step in the future for that team. Um, but that series, I think the Clippers should win that pretty lopsided. Yeah. But um, that would definitely help the Mavericks out in the future. Oh, 100%. Couple, couple more series I want to talk about um, – we talked about the Denver Nuggets and the Houston Rockets, and that could be an interesting series. And then, uh, actually, the 4th seed in the West, Utah Jazz, and five seed Oklahoma City Thunder. What do you think about um, the Thunder reaching the playoffs after not projecting to be such a very good team? It
1: shocked me, man. It really did. Yeah. they were been playing really oh, yeah, well, me too. though. Like, you can't you mm. can't say anything bad about that team. They worked hard.
0: No, I think like with Chris Chris Paul basically like bringing that veteran leadership to yeah. that team after Russell Westbrook was gone uh-huh. like even Shai Gilgeous Alexander when they got him and Dennis Schroeder like those three guards are very good like I saw them play the Sixers twice this year yeah. and those three guys just killed the Sixers uh-huh. and they were like they just so they very good at passing they could shoot playmaking abilities like I think they could give a I think they could possibly beat the Jazz and like go to the next round which I think would be crazy because no one expected them to be good this year yeah dude that would be and the Jazz Jazz are interesting mm-hmm. Jazz, the Jazz basically like two guys had COVID nineteen, so I think they're a very interesting team. Their chemistry I mean, is gonna like, be
1: bad after this.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I think I saw a report that Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell haven't spoken to each other, but they're st- they basically said like they're, they'll show up and do their job. But I still think that even like without um them talking basically, I don't think they could like basically win
1: yeah their team chemistry is going to be so off going into the like back into this year it's gonna it's gonna be bad to watch for them definitely 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 and then the
0: last matchup i want to talk about in the east is the number two seed toronto raptors and then the seven seed brooklyn Nets. what do you think about um those two teams matching up
1: um the nets man Kyrie keeps screwing them Like, if they they had Kyrie playing, they would be a lot better of a team. Like, they're obviously doing real good Mm -hmm. right now, but you got – man, like, Kyrie is so good. He's just lacking his potential right now. Injury prone. Yeah, you're right.
0: I think that team right now just isn't good enough. I think once next year comes with KD back and Kyrie, I think you are going to be be one of the best teams to beat in the East. The East is going to be so good in years to come, I think – Brooklyn, Boston, Toronto, Milwaukee, the Sixers, the Heat. Like they're just it's going to be so fun to yeah. watch. But right now Toronto, I think they'd sweep the yeah. Nets with Toronto having Seattle. is playing really well this year, playing just real well. Winning that championship last year for them was like a huge stepping stone because now they all have playoff experience and championship experience. So it's like these first round games basically are like a fluke for them because they don't even know like they they know what to expect. Yeah. They know it's a big stage and they know how to win in those games. Yeah. So I think that that was huge for them. Uh-huh. And basically, like, that's just great for their future. Um, that's about all the, that NBA basketball we have to talk about today. Um, I think the draft coming up, like I mentioned earlier, is going to be great to watch. Hopefully that we're able to watch. Yeah. It. Hopefully it doesn't get canceled because that that would be a big blow yeah. to um, just the sports in general. 100%. But um, all in all, I just want to say thanks for coming out. Thanks for – Talking with me about some NBA news. Oh yeah, for um, sure. Man. On a Wednesday, we'll be talking about the AL West. I really do appreciate you coming out talking with me. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I hope I could have you on the soon on the show sometime soon.
1: Yeah, whenever you need me, so man, I'll I'm be just gonna here. say,
0: you got it, definitely. Um, so that was it. Um, next Sunday, episodes three, five, and six of The Last Dance gonna premiere. I'm really looking forward to that because I know they talk about Horace Grant and basically like kind of losing his That'd head be because he wasn't getting as much credit. So I really do think all that's
1: going to be interesting to watch. So um, that's it for today. Thanks for listening and peace out.